Hello, and welcome to the Client Experience Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Raya Gonzalez. And if you've not joined us before, welcome. This podcast is for any entrepreneur or professional desiring sincere connection with their clients. We come together weekly to discuss tips, tricks, and different topics that will drive increases in referrals and revenue without sacrificing our heart. Today's episode is an especially close one to my heart, and that is happiness hacks for today's entrepreneurs. I felt like there's so much out there right now that's negative, and we're dealing with the COVID-19, and we've got just so much going on politically that it would be an important place for us to take a moment and reconnect with what makes us happy and some of the good reasons why we went into business in the first place. So these are tips and tricks to come back to center, to help us be happy in our journey. And one of the things that I said the other day on Facebook was that part of what brought me joy was that I get to set my own schedule. And so that's just one thing that's great about being an entrepreneur. But these are some other thoughts to maybe just mull over and see how you can incorporate these into your life as an entrepreneur and create more happiness for yourself. So the first tip is build a proper foundation before putting up a house. Take the time to strengthen your personal and professional foundation, and then the accomplishments will be much easier. One of the examples of this that I saw was an interview between Gary Vee and a gentleman who was asking him, like, when's the tipping point when you quit your day job and you go into business for yourself? And Gary Vee's advice was to start today on the business, but do it at nine o'clock at night. So work the day, have your family time, and then start your business online. And his point was, number one, you have to sacrifice. You have to downsize. You have to know that it's going to be financially hard in the beginning. So he says, you know, know that you're not going to do this in your four-bedroom, three-bathroom house. You may have to downsize to an apartment. But also... He said, you know, the tipping point is when your business is making enough income to replace the income that you had during the day. I didn't necessarily have that opportunity. I was kind of thrown into business. I always like to say that if business is like having a baby, I'm like the episode of I didn't know I was pregnant that turns out okay, just because I went from having a day job to not having a day job and then just launching into business. So I didn't have that ability. And I definitely saw the difficulty in that, you know, first year, I was making money, but everything was going back into the business. And so we had to really shrink things as quickly as possible so that we could live off of one income, my husband's income, whereas before we were used to having the two incomes. So going back to the tip, build the proper foundation before putting up a house. If you have the ability to prepare prior to going into business, make sure that you are a not being afraid of humility, downsize if you can, find ways to stock up for capital if you can, and really strengthen your personal and professional foundation so that the accomplishments of moving Moving forward with business come much easier because you're not struggling so hard. Don't do it the way I did it, if you can. 
So the next tip is develop a level of spirituality and decide what that means for you. So for some people, this is God. For some people, this is source, the universe, nature, mother nature, whatever spirituality means to you. If you're atheist, it would be whatever fuels you. So to develop this level of spirituality and decide what it means to you, you're going to need a place to come back to center. You're going to need a place to refuel to renew, uh, have a place of source of goodness when things are tough, because God knows that business can be brutal. And if you love what you do, it isn't as hard as if you are kind of searching still. But even if you love what you do, you still need a place to come back to center. And that's where spirituality can come in. And honestly, right now, I'm still struggling with that. You know, I have a religious background for my family, and I am just searching on this journey right now of healing and abundance. I'm searching to find what spirituality really means for me. But I do have enough of a grasp on that where I can go back to that center and I can and say, okay, I need refuel. I need to rejuvenate here. And so that's a really important step of saying, whatever it is, whatever that looks like for you, really develop a higher level of that. Just tap into that and decide what it means to you and know that you're going to need to lean on that. The next step is find a way to invite more love into your life. So that may not sound very entrepreneurial. However, if you're not feeling very loved and you're not being very loving, how are you supposed to connect with clients? How are you supposed to connect with the people around you? So this could look like networking, nurturing friendships and relationships, don't hide. You know, you can get caught up in this venture that we're in and think that people aren't going to understand. And you can network for the sole purpose of having people connection. This week, I joined a Facebook group that popped up online. Tracy Warren, who is the owner of InSpark co-working space up north from us here in Washington, developed this networking group. And I posted in there saying, Hey, I want to know you guys. Like, let's actually get to know each other. And I would love to schedule zoom calls. And the response was phenomenal. It was so awesome. I am really looking forward to all of these appointments that I'm going to be having really getting to know people. And somebody even said, like, I miss peopling. I miss being around people. And I'm totally in and That's what this means. Invite more love into your life. Love your life, but invite friendship and joy and connection. And even if you're an introvert, find what you love and invite that into your life. Be grateful for today's blessing rather than dwell on those things that you have yet to acquire. Today is perfect. Embrace it. So if your best thing that happened today was that you checked off two things in your project management software, then woohoo. That is a celebration. You have to find the things that are going to cause you to celebrate because you're not necessarily going to make money every single day. And so if you're only looking at the financial stats to bring you joy, this is going to be a very hard journey for you. That doesn't mean that you're not going to get to the point where you're making money every day, but it may end up being not enough for you. And so it's finding those celebrations, those things that bring just a little bit of joy and pride in what you're doing is really, really important. 
So the next step is continuously learn, choose how and how often you want to learn and stick with it on a weekly basis. Learning is evolution. So for me, this has looked like a couple different things, but the primary source of learning for me has been coaching and business mentorship. So I, when I very first went into business, I knew that I knew nothing, Jon Snow, that I needed a coach ASAP. I hired Jessica Riverson of the Feminine CEO, and I knew that her background was to charge your worth. It was like what she was known for was the permission to charge. And I needed somebody to hold my hand a little bit because here I was suddenly thrown into business and I had no idea how to charge my worth, how to hire my first person or, you know, navigate through sales conversations or, you know, just really some of the basic things. And I worked with her and her husband, Kwaku, for quite some time. Eventually, I ended up moving on to the Profitology Business Incubator with Kelly O'Neill. And I found a community that I absolutely adore. I am with them still to this day and will be with them for the foreseeable future. And it's become this journey of really exploring what business is. And the material in the Profitology Business Incubator is intense. Like there is a lot of learning. When I opened, there's a program vault, if you will. It's called Kajabi. For those who don't know what it is, it's like where you can store your online courses. When I opened it up for the first time, I like closed it immediately because I was like, oh my God, there's so much stuff in there. And it was so overwhelming for me. And you just chip away at it a little bit at a time. And that's the point is you're continuously learning, you're honing your craft and you're moving forward a little bit at a time and becoming better and better and better as a business person. And that might look like professional development in your field. That might be personal development, whatever it is, but choose what you're going to learn, choose how you're going to learn it, how often you want to learn, and then stick with it on a weekly basis. For me, PBI has been the place to find that learning. But like I said, everybody is a little bit different. So the next is align your business with your gifts. So you need to identify what your gifts are and then use them and orient your life and your business around those gifts in a way that's going to help you find progress each and every day. So I know that one of my gifts is being with people and engaging with people. I also know that one of my gifts is being able to see a person's business in a different way. And I'm not as great at doing it for myself as I am for doing it for other people. But that's why I do the client engagement and the client re-engagement consulting is because I'm able to look at the business from a bird's eye view and see how they can interact with their clients in a way that's new and different and create and increase referrals and client loyalty. The next is understand your vision and allow it to light the way for goals and path for your life and your business. So here again, you need clarity. You need to achieve clarity to be able to understand your vision and understand the way that that's going to propel your business forward. So one of the things that I love is my logo. So my logo is an arch with three stripes. And my aunt, who is an ordained minister, told me when I started my business, she said, Raya, you're a divine conduit. You've been called to connect your clients 
with their clients. And this concept of connection, this concept of, you know, going through created the, you know, we use that in the marketing as the arch. And the three stripes are for myself, my client and their client, because it's my job to help my clients connect with their client. And that really lights the way for my vision. It helps me understand, okay, is this in alignment? Is this really clear as to what it is that I'm doing. So the next tip would be take time to learn and expand your vocabulary. Communication is the key to success. Speak up and understand what is worth saying. There's one of two thoughts around this. And the first is there's always like a, there's a ton of different things that are like word of the day, which are really fun. And then you can find out like some of the most obscure words ever, and then try to find ways to include that into conversation. That can always be really fun. The other is another language. Work on speaking another language. I myself am bilingual. I speak Spanish and I speak English. I struggled hard and I learned, I started learning Spanish when I was 15 years old and It's only been through a lot of extreme embarrassment, really just trying to struggle through, stumbling through learning this language. And I have a patient husband. I have a patient community that speaks Spanish that has been able to lovingly keep me on the right side of speaking this language. But there are resources like Duolingo is one that I've been trying out, trying to learn some Italiano. The other language that I would love to learn is Portuguese. So Duolingo is free. It's an app and it's kind of like today's Rosetta Stone. So communication is absolutely key. So you need to expand your vocabulary and it would be fantastic if you spoke more than one language. Think of all the people that you could serve if you could speak another language. And it doesn't have to be Spanish. It could be whatever. But the community is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And so I have found that my me being bilingual has brought me a lot of business and has been very successful in augmenting what it is that I do. So another quick tip, Be comfortable with chaos because chaos is comfortable with you. And there is nothing more chaotic than being an entrepreneur for sure. Remember that integrity comes first, followed by needs and then wants. So you need to do what needs to be done now so that you can do what you want to do later. But all of that with integrity. So we've been touching on this quite a bit in the podcast. But one of the things that I also wanted to highlight was in order to create the future that you want, it is absolutely crucial to resolve the problems in the past while perfecting the present. So do the thing and the reward will follow. And this could look like core wound healing with Monique Gaffney. This could look like therapy. This could just be a deeper awareness of, you know, things and limiting beliefs that you have that hold you back in your business. On a more practical note is take time to plan. If you take 10% of your time to work on the other 90%, you're going to be way farther ahead. Kelly O'Neill, my business mentor, always says that true CEOs know their numbers and use that information to either pivot if it's not working or enrich programs and endeavors accordingly. So if you don't know if something's working and you keep doing it, 
You could be bleeding money doing these things that are completely ineffective. Whereas if you just counted the numbers and stayed on top of that, you could be redirecting those funds to something more effective. Likewise, if you and I admittedly, this is one that I'm not as good at is planning out your week and really sticking to that as much as possible. You're going to get so much more out of your time if you are good about planning. So that's something that's super important. Work towards financial independence, despite how far away it seems. Every journey, despite the length, begins with a single step. And I'm doing this in my personal life, but I'm also doing this in my professional life. So I have a business credit card. And in the first year, because again, as I stated, we weren't a solvent, I had to rack up some debt that was absolutely necessary for startup. And now, that we are profitable, I am working diligently to reduce that debt as much as possible. So whether it be professional or personal, it's really important to always be working towards financial independence. And that could be not accumulating debt, even, you know, like just stopping the hemorrhage of money, you know, stop in living within your means, whether that be in your business or, you know, whether that be in your personal life. But like for me, there are things in my business that I want or I slash need, but I could make do with something else for a while. And that is often what I have to do right now is, you know, I could spend the money, I have the money, but is it prudent for me to do that? And so always be working towards financial independence so that you can give yourself more choice later. So the next step would be increase personal and professional boundaries in order to give room for your heart and spirit to run free. If you do not have boundaries, the world will trample you, absolutely trample you. And it is absolutely crucial that you know where they are. So if you haven't sat down and made a statement or really thought about what you're willing to and not willing to accept, it's something that you need to think about, okay? Rather than waiting, learn to initiate. Waiting on others will often result in a lack of productivity. Instead, lead your own way. Be the trailblazer, guys. Like, that's why we're out here. If you're gonna be in business, be the best, Be the one who takes the initiative and goes out and does the scary things. It's going to be okay. Or maybe not, but at least you tried. And then the last thing, well, not the last thing, there's two more. When a problem arises, be the one to solve it despite who started it. And this is something that I take again from Gary Vee, which is it's always my fault. So if there's something in my business where there's an employee or something that's not going right, then I take responsibility because it means that either I didn't explain it properly or I haven't given leadership properly or I have not equipped that person properly. And so that is important. If you're a leader, take ownership of things that are going wrong in your business. And the last and very, very, very important one for happiness hacks for today's entrepreneurs is find a community of like-minded individuals and find others who can help and allow them to bring out the best in you. And this could look like the Profitology Business Incubator. It could be Facebook groups. It could be BNI, which is Business Networking International, or it could be a group that you put together. But find a community who is like-minded, who brings out the best in you. And I promise you that your happiness will be increased. 
Thank you so much, you guys, for being with me on this episode. It is my pleasure and my honor every week to be with you on the Client Experience Revolution podcast. Again, I'm your host, Raya Gonzalez, and I look forward to next week when we get together again. Thank you.